When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, we have plenty to talk about with this guy, Jacob Warren, joining us on the Vol Report with Jacob Warren, brought to you by Campbell Cunningham, Taylor, and Han. Jacob, working with a former Vol, going to tell us about some current balls, going to look back at uh, his his latest game and his last game as a Vol, uh, the, the Citrus Bowl, in which Tennessee looks so fantastic. And uh, Jacob, would you prefer VFL or former Vol? <laughs> Um, man, I don't know. I haven't decided yet. We'll let it just kind of chill for a little bit. Maybe VFL. I like VFL. I don't mind that. I've I've had several players over the years that after they graduated, I say former Vol, and and they look at me like, well, that doesn't sound right. Does it, does it still sound weird to you when you hear former Vol, Jacob Warren? It does. Yeah, it does. I think I'm gonna have to go change my uh, my bios on social media here in, here in a little bit. <laughs> All of them say tight end at University of Tennessee, and that's just just not the case anymore. But uh, definitely, maybe switch it to VFL number eighty-seven. So we'll see. I like it. I, I want to I want to ask you about that Citrus Bowl, as you guys, wow, took care of business, yeah. and also people love to hear about Nico. You know that, but but first, you're working with a former ball that I hold in the highest of esteem, but he was only a ball for about a month before he went to Marshall. Turned in an incredible NFL career, really got his life on the right path, even younger than you are now. And it's it's Lee Smith, who played at Central and Powell High School, for those that are in Knoxville. And like I said, I've got so much respect for Lee Smith and what he's done. And, and that's who you're working out with now, who played tight end as well. Um, how did that relationship come about? Yeah, Um so Lee obviously has time in the NFL and, and you know, you kind of know who he is. You kind of heard of him before or whatever, but comes back to town. Um, my mom actually saw a post on Twitter or maybe Instagram or something that a uh, former NFL player and, and local guy was, was opening a gym. And <clears throat> so I look into it and see kind of what he's all about. Uh, the gym's called Triple F, so faith, family, football, right? So these things are truly the core values of, of kind of what they're doing. and. Um, you know, just from the videos and things that I had seen, he seemed like a, a nice guy, right? Seemed like a good guy, someone that I would like to be around and associate myself with. Uh, so I just reached out to him and I said, hey, um, I know you probably don't know me, um, but you seem like the type of person that I, you know, first of all, just completely honest, can, can help me a lot, right? Can help me grow, can help me, you know, reach the things that I want to reach. But you know, also, I just kind of want to be around, right? I just kind of want to be mentored and, and, and learn what I can from you about the game, about uh, life, about work, you know, working out, lifting weights, all these things about the about NFL, you know, just everything. So um, he reached out to me pretty quickly and was just like, dude, literally anything that I can do for you, um, come 
work out with me and come just hang out if you want to come get dinner with it like whatever you need like i'm here for you and um, ever since day one truly I, I felt that way i think that it's pretty cool how you know we're totally different not totally different right but we're very different people and and he's a loud dude and i'm pretty chill and uh, <laughs> whatever he's loud i'm not the loudest person i don't know we, we we're very different but we, we get along really well and um i respect him a lot for just kind of who he is to the community for sure but but to me as well well and he made some changes he's not as wild as he once was <laughs> he may be he may be loud but um the fact that you all played the same position too uh, you know he played he played tight end and he played in the league for 11 years the the position has changed a lot in in that decade so he since he just recently retired he knows how the position has evolved. I would imagine that's a great advantage using him uh, to work out with. 100%. And, and, you know, granted, he was a very unique type of player, a unique tight end. Um, I mean, for those that have ever seen him, he's, you know, six, six and a half, six, seven, 280 pounds, right? That's what he played at, probably pushing 300 pounds now, right? Just a massive man. And, and what he was able to do in the core just blocking wise, run blocking, pass blocking. Like nobody was as good as him, purely like across the board. No one was as good as him. If you watch the film, <clears throat> just manhandling people, right? Take care of business, right? That was his identity. That's his you know, role and something that he you know, identified pretty quickly. He's like, I'm not going to be the you know, Kyle Pitts wasn't around at the time, but he's not going to be the Kyle Pitts. He's not going to be the you know, Travis Kelsey's, whatever. <clears throat> and man, just truly carved out a role for himself playing on a few different teams and you know, money's not everything, but made a lot of money. He was really, really successful, you know, at what he did. Um, I know he had a big impact on a lot of people too in his time there. Um, if you go to his gym now, he's got, man, 50, probably 50 jerseys up on the wall of guys that, have, you know, he's you know either swapped jerseys with or whatever, just people that have had an impact on him in his life. And it's cool to look up there to see how many people you know, appreciate him and, and, and like him enough to give him a jersey for him to put up on his wall, right? Um, so, I don't know. He, he uh, he's a, truly a role model for me, and uh, man, he's been everywhere that I want to be. So I'm gonna follow him, follow his direction, follow his lead, you know, listen to everything he says. No doubt about it. I want um, to get to that Citrus Bowl and also the tight end position without two superstars like Jacob Warren and uh, McAllen Castles. Um, Tennessee has to rebuild at that position uh first please hit that like and subscribe button we greatly appreciate that turn your notifications on so you can uh hear more from jacob the ball report with jacob warren and the ball report uh with cooper mays as well so uh, take me back um to that uh citrus bowl prep you're you're going through it and i'll be honest with you uh i wondered if you guys would have the same unk since the season didn't play out as it did sure. uh, or as you had hoped, excuse yeah, me, yeah. But, but you had the umph in, in that game. What, what does that say about the program? Um, you know, first of all, there, there, I think there's a couple of different elements to it is, yeah, it doesn't have, you know, you didn't necessarily have the season that everybody wanted, right. Everybody kind of expected, um, <clears throat> but still had a, a good year, right. Still had mm-hmm. a, a very solid year and beat some good teams and, you know, lost a couple of games that, could have won, but uh, overall, man, had had a good year, and we were we were happy and proud of, of how we played, and um, <clears throat> you know that was something I guess to you know if the, depending on where you looked at it, 
that could give you some confidence, right? We ended up getting you know, probably the best bowl we could have gotten um, in the Citrus Bowl. It was an amazing bowl. We had a great time. We obviously <clears throat> played against really good competition in, in Iowa who has – I don't know exactly the numbers. Everybody's talking about top five defense, right? I know they're top five in, in a couple of different categories. I don't know about all of them, but they um, didn't look it when you all played them, man. And that's the thing is you have the opportunity to go out there and, and truly kind of silence the talk about you know, whatever, whatever you want to say. Um, so I think, you know, we were able to rally. We were able to get motivated to go play. Also, it was really cool how everybody was able to, to rally around the young guy, right? Rally around Nico and just kind of, be ready to go play with him. I know I was excited to get to play with him, right? You know, not that I didn't want to play with Joe or whatever, but I think it's cool that, you know, I've always thought about what it's going to be like with Nico playing all that stuff. And so now it was really cool that I got the opportunity to actually get on the field with him and see how he was as a player um, in a game environment. And obviously, man, the kid did really well and um, super proud of him and just happy we were able to go out there and, uh, I guess, perform the way we did. Yeah, you you performed really well, and so did he. So let me let me ask you about uh, Nico. The Vol Report with Jacob Warren is brought to you by Doctors Campbell, Cunningham, Taylor, and Han. Look at me, no contacts, no glasses. Uh, they do cataract surgery as well. I had LASIK, and they will certainly take care of you. And they're local. That is big time. Doctors Campbell, Cunningham, Taylor, and Han bring you the Vol Report with Jacob Warren. What was Nico like before the game? Were there any nerves? I mean, I know he had played before, but there's yep. a difference between garbage time and starting, right? Sure. Um, yeah, I've been roommates with Nico on the road uh, pretty much this whole time. Um, and, you know, it was cool because you know, I was with him all week in, in the room and everything, and he was you know, going to bed on time and, and make sure he was eating enough and doing all these things that you know, he should be doing, right? But um, you kind of wonder whether it's, you know, kind of that important to, to a kid, especially as a freshman. But, um, man, never got an, a glimpse or an idea that he wasn't ready. Um, the GAs for the quarterbacks was in our room multiple times during the week doing signal reviews and, and going over plays and, um, you know, trying to help him with his checks or whatever it may be. And he's calling out, like, okay, it's this play, that's the read. Like, if this safety is doing this, I'm playing backside. And, and the backup, Gaston Moore, was in there with us, too, just hanging out. And so, um, you know, it, it was no surprise that he went out there and played as well as he did because I watched him all week prepare, you know, the right way, do the things the right way to be able to go out there and be successful. Um, one thing I was really happy with, too, was when we were actually playing, right, just his poise and his, his confidence. Um, you know, he never had those, you know, big wide eyes like he was scared of anything or nothing he, he was out there commanding the huddle and um, you know there's there's some things here and there that you kind of have to be like hey like this is kind of how it goes like whatever if you see the offensive lineman kind of getting tired like make sure we're encouraging them to get up on the line of scrimmage play with tempo like push the tempo it's on you to lead everybody just kind of reminding him here and there about those things but um and he went out there and, and balled out and had man, the most confidence in the world and um, it was cool to be able to to be a part of it. Was you said he wasn't wide eyed? Was <clears throat> was there a moment early in the game that you thought to yourself, "This guy's got it. We're we're fine." There's I know you weren't worried going in, but it is still first. Was was there a moment early in? Um, I don't know. I, I wouldn't say if there was like an exact moment, but I know obviously he ends up rushing rushing for one, and I'm sure that probably help settle some of the nerves, right, about him scoring. God, man, I'm struggling with this light right now. Sorry, guys. <laughs> um, 
there we go. <clears throat> but um, yeah, um, but dude, it was cool because you know he got hit a couple times, right, and and took a few hits, and there was some penalties, there was some adversity that that definitely we faced early on in that game and pretty much throughout the game. I mean, it was cool to see him kind of just bounce up, right? He'll get he take take a hit, take a shot, whatever, get sacked. He bounce up, pat the guys on the back, and we're running off like not like nothing happened, right? But um, his ability to handle stuff like that, I think, was, was really, really big. And, and that kind of showed me, like, yeah, he's ready to play. He didn't turn around, didn't blame anybody. He wasn't upset. He just kind of just said, look, man, it happens. And, and obviously he'd prefer it not to happen. But um, the way he handled just everything was, was, was really good. If you guys hadn't have had Joe, and it, it was incredible to have that, that bridge between Hendon, Booker, and, and then Nico – how how soon do you think Nico would have been ready to play in a college football game, an SEC football game? Yeah, there's no talent. Honestly, I don't I don't know if that if he would have had the same performance, you know, first game. Like obviously, I, I doubt it, right? You know, you don't you you want to believe that he's developed and, and grown a lot as the seasons went on, and you know, he has, right? He definitely has. But like you said, I mean, the, the minutes that you get at the end of a, you know, a Virginia game or a UTSA or, or a game like that aren't, aren't quite the same as going out there against a top five defense, start and drive for a bowl game. You know what I mean? For a big bowl, like, you can't really necessarily prepare for that. But um, no, I, th- I think that, you know, he definitely has gotten better as the season's gone on and is, was in a much better place at the end of the season to actually start that game than he would have been, you know, if he had started the first game, I'd say. Um, you, you, you definitely, you're going to be an NFL star, so you can't gamble. Um, so I don't want you to do that, but did you know, well, you actually can gamble in other sports, but don't do it. Okay. But did you know there are odds on him to win the Heisman trophy and they're really not that far-fetched? I know that. Yeah. I saw that the other day about someone's Twitter about how he was, you know, something to one to win it, which man is, uh, is insane. But it's not it's not too far out, honestly. Being totally honest, and and, and like just he's he's a baller, man. He's a gamer, and I think that it, it, there's so much hype around him that he's going to go out there and have have a great season, and people will I'm sure be more than happy to put him in contention for that. So but we'll see. We'll see how he handles this off season. We'll see you know, how he comes back and get the guys around him to go make a lot of plays, and he'll be just fine. Yeah. My co-host uh, Caleb Calhoun is already gambling that he he wins the Heisman. Um, so I, I'm with all that hype, and I'm part of it. I admit. Yeah. Um. With with all that hype, how sure are you, and why uh, will that not overwhelm him? Um. Just because I think that it's been how he's been perceived for the last two three years, right? Ever since he really started getting recruited, the kid's been top of all the lists. Obviously, everybody wants to talk about NIL. Everybody knows exactly, you know what I mean, exactly what's going on with all that. Like, there's been a lot of pressure on him already. And there's been a lot of talk about him already, a lot of hype around him already. Um, <clears throat> like I said, I think, you know, the way he handled the, the first start it was really big. The, the amount of confidence and focus that he had, um, not letting that big of a moment, you know, get to his head, but just being able to settle down. I think that that's going to be big for him because, like you said, I mean, that's, that is high expectation, right? For them to be projecting you to be a Heisman candidate, you know, weeks after the, the season ended and you've only started one game, right? I think that's a lot of pressure to put on a kid. But, um, you know, to be honest, I don't think he probably even particularly cares to, to look at all that stuff. Um, 
So I think it'll be just fine. Okay, so if I made you bet that first uh, <laughs> NFL paycheck that he's going to end up in New York at some point during his career in the Heisman ceremony, would you yeah. would you say yay? If you give me odds, what are the odds on it? What is he like a one to what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go even up on you that he makes it as a finalist, like Hendon Hooker should have had it not been for the injury. That he's in New York, not necessarily winning it, mm-hmm. but in the next two years, I'm giving you two years too. Yeah. First game check, first NFL check on that is is a little crazy. First of all, <laughs> I don't know if everybody knows how much those game checks are, but I put I put a couple I put a couple dollars on it. <laughs> I bet you I bet you would. Who's the next Jacob Warren on yeah. Tennessee's roster? Well, first of all, there will never be another Jacob. <laughs> You're preaching to the choir. Uh, I'm just joking, man. Um, you know that. Um, man, we're gonna have some good kids in that room. Uh, they've done a really good job in the portal. Uh, this offseason, obviously got um, Holden right from from Notre Dame, but just got this kid from from Alabama, who's a man, a really big kid, and, and will do a great job in the box of, of blocking and making space and all that stuff. And also, I'm sure is plenty capable on the perimeter. Um, man, you still have guys like Ethan Davis, right? Ethan Davis is going to be extremely talented. Again, another big piece of of his game will be this this offseason and how much he's able to grow and develop. And, and continue to, to, you know, put on good weight and, and you know, trust his you know, trust his knowledge, trust everything about just playing the game. But um, that room's going to be great, and, and they'll be just fine. Um, they are losing three guys and three three pretty you know important pieces of that puzzle that that was last year's season. But great thing about it is next year is not last year, so um, you know they'll get those guys coached up, and everybody will be ready to play. And I'll be excited to watch. I'll be excited to to come back and see how they're doing, all those things. But, uh, yeah, I, I think they'll be just fine, truthfully. Um, an, a, an NFL scout took a look at uh, Ethan for me way back when he committed and yeah. said that uh, he's kind of like an Antonio Gates, which may be a little bit before your time, but was yeah. it you, you remember Gates? Okay. Uh, sometimes I forget how old I am. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> or, or how young you are. Um, there you go. Yes. Um, so with – and and that the comparison was Gates was a basketball player and he turned into a very athletic tight end. For sure. Do you, do you see that? Yeah. Yeah. I thought, sorry, I thought you were gonna ask more. Uh yes, I do. And, and and I think that that's what helps him so much is his uh you know, we do things like top of the route stuff, right? Just details and how you're getting in and out of your breaks and everything like that. You can tell that the kid is extremely good at basketball just by the way that he moves his hips and that he moves his shoulders and head fit. Like it looks like almost he's doing like a crossover right at the top of the key. He's like making a basketball move and just his, uh, his athletic ability is pretty insane. And just the way he elevates, the way he can track the ball. Like there's a lot of really cool things that, that he can do that you know, I won't say I can't do, but it would be much harder for me to do <laughs> right? just with how athletic he is and just kind of the, the natural twitch and just everything that he's got. Um, so, yeah, I, I would say that's a fair comparison, honestly. I think he will make a lot of plays purely just based on how good he was at basketball, right? Can he elevate and go get that rebound? And then, you know, right now it's not a rebound. It's a, it's a jump ball in the end zone, whatever. Um, so, yeah, I, I definitely think that's a fair comparison. 
Yeah, it's like me. I'm not going to say I can't bench 300 pounds, but I'm not going to try it either. So we don't know for sure. No one will ever know. Right. <laughs> That's exactly right. Uh, if there's any, if there's, it's more about reps at my age. If there's anything that Ethan specifically needs to work on, you feel like in the off season to, to kind of live up to the billing, what, what do you think it might be? What's the next evolution? Um, and I would tell him to his face, and he knows this, and he would probably tell you too. He just needs to get bigger, stronger, faster. Man, it's it's the same thing that pretty much every freshman I've ever been around, and even myself, the same thing I went through for multiple years. Um, bigger, stronger, faster. You can never be strong enough. You can never be you know big enough. You can yeah, just it's only going to help, right? I think if you do it the right way, um, you know, a couple extra pounds would help him in the, in the core. But also help him be more powerful on the perimeter, not getting held and, and being able to separate from guys, whatever it may be. Um, so yeah, just truly get, you know, committing to the weight room and, and looking like a totally different dude when he comes back and just being like, Oh wow, dude, you put on some weight. And, and he can be really proud and confident in, in how, how far he's gone. Yeah. Uh, well, if I see him, I'll just tell him, Hey, you put on some weight. Even yeah. If, if he'd love it. Yeah. Even if he hasn't, yeah, he'd love it. <laughs> the ball report with Jacob Warren. Brought to you by Doctors Campbell, Cunningham, Taylor, and Hahn. I tell you what, you can enjoy life better when you see better. This has been a presentation of Off the Hook Sports.